What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking 215. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another edition of the Talking 215 podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time of the day you are listening, welcome to this week's edition of Talking 215. Welcome back, everyone, to this post week three edition of Talking 215. We got two of us in the booth today. Joining me tonight is. Jake, how we doing, Sean? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Actually, I'm pretty jacked up. Yeah, I mean, you can't just be feeling pretty good on a victory Monday. Victory Monday. We just got done uh, talking with Finn for a little bit. You'll hear that a little bit later in the pod. But, I mean, he got me amped up even more. Yeah. Golly, that guy brings the energy. <laughs> He's got energy for days. Yeah, hey. stay tuned. You'll listen to that interview. Yeah. No, it's, there's a reason he's a a uh signed recording artist yeah you bring energy like that you bring it up on the stage you're gonna get some He's deals probably rocking a crowd man oh yeah definitely great stage presence all right so post week three eagles wrapping up a 24 to 8 win over the washington commanders yeah where do we start well i, I think we start with the score right there only the second time for anybody that watched the mark schlereth broadcast Unfortunate uh, for us all. Only the second time that score has ever completed a game in the history of the National Football League. That's right. I mean, I would imagine in like the 70s or early 80s, 60s, that would have that score would have popped up. That's not like super rare. I'm sure it's popped up in the midst of a game, but yeah. to finish a game. Eight points. Time. Just not um, going to cut it. Imagine if it was 24 to 2, as it was for a portion of time there. That would have been a first. 24 nothing. Actually, I'm sure somebody's been blanked before, but 24 yeah. twos. 24 that's two. Be yeah, score no gone. chance. Yeah. No chance that's that. Right. Before. Watch that be like three times. <laughs> no, 24 to eight. Uh, I'll just knock this out real quick because we're going to be talking a lot of positives. Still no second half points. None. Just Absolutely touch on that super nothing. quick. Uh, I mean, listen, it's the second week in a row that that we have been pretty much resigned to a victory for the entire second half. I don't know how often that you can say that for two games in a row where the, the game has been totally in hand and there's been next to no shot or, or, or belief that this team is even going to make a comeback. So I'm I'm OK, but I'm certainly waiting on bated breath. Oh, yeah. To, to see what happens when this team is either down or the, the opposing team is within striking distance because we got a whole other problem in our hands. No, seriously. And and it's it's crazy, the stat we're talking about. They've scored 24 points in the first half of three consecutive games for the first time in their team history. The Eagles have never in any previous year had three consecutive games of the first half Scoring at least twenty four points. Jeez, you would you would think that this team is averaging 35, 36, 37 points. Yeah, a game. when you just look at the first half, for forty eight. Yeah, right. No, no kidding. And I mean, one of the positives is it's obviously not the same offense being run in the second half. It's no. not like that one offense was working the first half, and then that same offense was right. not working the second. They completely different game plan. I am hoping that if and when that situation rises where you're going to need to keep the pedal down or just come from behind even, mm-hmm. that they're going to be able to do so. And I have no reason to believe that they won't be able to do so. We, but we have no idea. They've only been 
playing from behind what the very first drive of the of week one exactly when the, detroit came down and scored in their opening drive that's the only had, time they've been behind we've had exactly one drive where we have been playing from behind so yeah you have, and it was against the lions who I, appear to be better than some imagined should have won last week they're going to be better than they are they were last year well, they almost have to be. Yeah. No, I mean, you say that the Lions have been worse. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're a dumpster organization. <laughs> um, but yeah, we really there are some things that, you know, three games into the season, we have still yet to see how this team responds in certain situations. And the more major part for me of the most concerning aspect of not scoring points in the second half is we are relying pretty heavily on the run in the second half. Sure. And it's not very successful. I got to tell you, even the first half, the biggest surprise to me, and one of the things that in our preview that I flat out got wrong, uh, and it it doesn't happen often, but this run game, this offensive line is not run blocking particularly well at all. No, and the funny thing is they're pass blocking pretty well. They're pass blocking amazingly. Like They've got to be an absolute top two, three team when it comes to pass blocking. And this looks like a bottom half of the league team when it comes to, to, to rush blocking. Yeah, where they were hands and feet ahead of previous teams in, in previous years. They were right. just blowing teams out. Where you had Jordan Howard going for two scores and 90 yards. That might be what we're missing. <sighs> yeah, big body out there. Get a big boy back Seriously, there. get a bruiser back there. Get somebody. Well, it's really just Jordan Howard. Yeah, he's got a little magic to him. Yeah, maybe. I'm telling you, but yeah, it is. It, that has been one of the surprises on offense, where I would have guaranteed going into kickoff week one, we would have been a top five, six, seven team when it comes to rushing attack. Oh, that would be on the low side of my expectations. You got a, a very mobile quarterback. You have a one healthy. We thought was a very good running back, not an elite running back, but very good. And then you have good complimentary backs. And I still am very high on Kenny G. I would love to see him get some more carries. You're giving Miles Sanders 17 plus carries a game. And sure, he's getting you a little over, maybe like right around four yards a carry, yeah. which isn't bad. Uh, but you need more when you're getting so many carries. I mean, why not for a game, especially in a game where you're leading by so much? Why not give the whole majority of the carries in the second half to Kenny Gamewell? See what he does. I, I really, I just think that this team hasn't been effectively running the ball at all. I mean, I, and when I talk about this team being a top rushing attack, I'm totally just out outside of uh, QB sneaks, just, you know, uh, designed play, runs, designed runs like that know. Zach Pascal run. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're always good. The Eagles are good for just over the, the last couple of years, a couple getting, of getting absolute. Cute. Just shit here, jet sweeps, and you know. Why does it seem like whenever a team runs like a jet sweep or a double reverse against us, guaranteed fifteen yards? We try it, we give it to our big body wide receiver for minus half a yard. I don't know. I just a lot of those jet sweeps, they leave that D end completely unblocked, assuming he's going to over pursue and totally whiff. And they just they consistently find ways to stay in home. And if they don't, then the the wideouts really struggle blocking on whatever side of the ball that the side of the field the ball's going towards. Yeah. But look, those were the negatives of this game. That's where the negatives that's stop. about it. <laughs> I mean, I've got to say it again. And it, it it doesn't hurt to say it. I'm very happy to say it. Shout out Jonathan Gannon. Shout out to Jonathan Gannon. That guy was dialing up the blitzes. It seemed like 
more than 50% of our defensive plays, we were sending at least five. Everything worked, even when we only sent four down rushers. Yeah, you were saying how you were wrong about the run game. You were spot on picking the defensive line as your breakout players for the for the game because, man, they got to him early and often. I'd love to take credit and say that I thought this was going to be a dominant performance. I simply said well, they did. had to show up. Well, I didn't know that they would in droves. All right, coach. I, I, I would have never would have guessed. You said they had to. They listened. They listened. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. You know, Doug Peterson, ice cream on me. <laughs> Thank you. You guys go get yourself a coat. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking talking a little Doug Peterson uh, Wednesday with a couple couple friends over in a Jacksonville podcast. I'm excited for that. There's a lot of stuff I'm 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 ready to get off my chest, and when it comes to this upcoming week, I'm excited. Yeah, this is. I mean, the the season's early, but I can't think of too many games that I'm going to be more pumped up for. Uh, at at any point of the season, yeah, and the Jags look surprisingly good. That's their I mean, defense that, is standing on their that head. Goes into it, Trevor Lawrence with a new head. I mean, anybody going from Urban Myers to any head coach is going sure. to improve. But this team looks good. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they I do. mean, I was always excited because Doug is coming into town. But I thought we were. It, this was just a a guaranteed win on the schedule. I thought yeah. this was an ass whooping. No, I mean people were way too quick to say, "Oh, Trevor Lawrence bust." You know, he best quarterback prospects since Andrew Luck. Please, he sucked He's out there. Got some fight and, in him. and they just yeah. rode him off. Like he right. wasn't even on the list of young quarterbacks to really keep an eye on this year. And man, is he showing like no, there is a reason I had so much hype coming into into the season. That's but we're gonna talk a whole lot about right. that with our friends yep. over in Jacksonville. Can't wait to have them on. That's gonna be a Wednesday pod coming out Wednesday night. Uh be sure to listen to that before uh, the kickoff on Sunday. But defensive line really, really played well. Great game plan by Jonathan Gannon. Even when he did call zone, it was with heavy pressure. With four down linemen, we were getting to the ball. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like every single play call that Jonathan Gannon had was working. Yeah. No matter what. And that certainly had something to do with a, a, a beaten down commander's offensive line. It certainly had something to do with uh, Carson Wentz being half brain dead. Yeah, would we feel a little different about it if he was able to throw a ball on target? We, yes, I feel like we would because yes. there was a number of some even decent sized plays that were just flat out awful passes. But I mean, that's fine. What you can only do, or yeah, do what the offense gives you. Oh yeah, right. You can only play against who's against you, and they dominated this team. No, it was from every aspect of the game. Yeah, they were just jumping on them. Right. Um, and I got to say, uh, you know, we not another, you know, bomb. We're going to call for leave it there. Yeah. But, uh, the the stars of this team, especially on this defensive side of the ball, have been a lot of these guys that have been here with the team for years. Oh, Brandon Graham. It, there's nothing better than seeing Brandon Graham just so explosive out there. The city feels so much better when it's Brandon Graham getting two and a half sacks, when it's Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat getting a 1.5 sacks apiece, right? When it's TJ Edwards getting a sack and a half, right? Oh, yeah. There's just something about these. It's We talked so much about this newly retooled defense with all these sexy additions, and it's these homegrown, for the most part, homegrown players Kicking some ass and taking some names, taking some names. Can you feel the energy just throughout 
every interaction you have with other people? Oh, I went uh, just I went 10 to, axing. I went to go pick up some some wings. You know those wings. You came over for the game. Shout out to Jake, my co-host, with the most succulent, tender, tender, and juicy <laughs> wings that I've ever eaten in my life. Sunday, guys, if you get an invite, show up. Hey. Or don't, because I'll just eat all of them. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I got to shout out Gordon Ramsay. Followed his wing recipe. <laughs> very easy, very delicious. He knows what he's talking about. But I go to the grocery store early Sunday. Every person in the store that I come across is wearing an Eagles hat, Eagles shirt, something, something midnight green. Yeah. And I'm throwing go birds around there like it's just I'm like I'm passing out coupons at the entrance. Everybody I, go birds. I, I mean, I went to went out to dinner after the games. Everybody in the restaurants yeah. yelling "Go Birds!" Oh yeah, it's not a fancy joint by any means, but yeah, enti- you can feel the energy whether you're wearing Eagles green or not. By the way, we were all decked out, of course, but you can just feel the energy, and every interaction you have is just so much more positive on the Sundays and the Mondays after an Eagles win. Oh my goodness, and the whole the whole week it carries you right through the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm waking up this whole week. I have to wake up at five for work. A lot easier with a with a commanding. Eagles victory, yes, over the Commanders. Mm. Like that, which I still can't stop calling the Redskins. I don't even call them the football team. No, I guess that that, that, that was year such a, is going to be just such a, a stupid move my, by them. My brain has already forgotten totally. We talked about, about the only good thing about that team is their new helmets. Yes, they're clean. They're pretty clean. That's about it. Pretty clean. Carson's is uh, pretty dirty at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. You saw Kelsey got stains. his jersey after the game. It was yeah. he was pointing out some of the grass stains on it. <laughs> That's funny. He was like, oh, I like the guy, but I like him a lot more in the dirt. He spent a lot of the time on the ground. Yeah, he did. Nine sacks. Yeah. No, but uh, we're talking about the veterans coming out there and having a huge presence. But the highest snap count for our boy Jordan Davis. Hey, hey. By two, 24 <laughs> snaps. And uh, Tui Pelotu, 34, outsnapped him by 10. And he has, look, don't get me wrong, He's guys, showing us. guys, you, you hear his name being called and you see him making plays out there. Still would like to see Jordan Davis getting a little You bit would. Better. I mean, it's a shiny new toy. Uh, I, I would like to see uh, Javon Hargrave's snap count drop just a little bit. Yeah. You know, as a, instead of Tui Pelotus, which who I think has been a bit more impactful three games into oh, the season. Oh, for sure. In any event, I mean, you, you certainly want to see uh, Jordan Davis's snap count go up a little bit more than that each week. Oh, certainly. And but look, Jordan Davis, one of his first plays, if not his first play in, bats a ball at the line, mm-hmm. popped up almost in the hands for for an interception, and then you saw his big ass running right at Carson Wentz yep. with a quarterback hurry. Oh boy! Oh, that spider cam just showed him barreling down. <laughs> And you saw Wentz shaking. What you going to do when Jordan <laughs> Davis is running right at you? Oh, man, you're going to throw the ball away. Uh, I mean, even Carson Wentz knew better than to hold that ball. Yeah, I mean, he's, his impact is – I certainly felt like his impact was the greatest this week in his career this thus far. Yeah. Right? No, you, you heard his name more. You saw him actually without even them calling his name. You could yeah. see like, oh, shoot, that <clears> – <throat> That's Jordan Davis. You, you could see him flushing Wentz uh, out of the pocket. And as soon as Wentz went to his left or to his right, there was, you know, Josh Sweat or Brandon Graham was there to to clean up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Hassan Reddick. Hassan also, Reddick. we both mentioned it. Hassan Reddick uh, not only hats off to the one and a half sacks, 
Mm-hmm. My man was going for the ball. He was attacking the ball. He that was, was making the plays adjustment. for the ball. Yes, another adjustment we saw from this defense was this was the first week, you know, and I'm sure it was a particular emphasis all week leading up to this game with this quarterback. With this Carson Wentz leading the league in fumbles lost since he entered the league, and it's not by a close considerable margin, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they they finally took that and uh, definitely worked on it throughout the week. They were they attacking did. the ball, and they need to do that weeks four through yeah, I don't care who the I don't care who the team right. is, who the player is. Every time you have a chance to make a play at the ball, you go for it. Because it doesn't. Does it it's not like you're giving up on the tackle while you're tackling them. Yes, take one of your arms and try and get the ball. Right. That's it. Right. If you. It, I don't care how tightly they're holding it. You see somebody every week able to pop that ball loose. Why right. not us? Uh, even even if you're going for uh, every single time you're going to go for that ball, there's going to be very few instances where the 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 ball can handler is running through you because they're going to also try to cover that ball. Yes. Right. So it's it changes the way that the opposing offense is going to attack, trying to break out of tackles. Right. So just stay aggressive. That that arm that you're worried about not wrapping up, it's not a terrible issue if you're successfully trying to attack that ball. Because like I said, they're going to cover, they're going to shell up, they're not going to continue. Yeah, to nobody pursue. wants to fumble. Right. So like that we saw a little bit more, want to see it even more than that. And I want to see it against every opponent, not just guys that have a history of, right. of letting the ball hit the dirt. Uh have an award to give out today. Okay. Uh, he was a guy that we originally were contemplating for the Paul Turner Award. Uh, I want to give him the Rocky Balboa Get the Shit Knocked Out of You Award. And that is Mr. Britton Covey, because man, did he get rocked this game. Can't it, leave your feet, buddy. It seemed like every time he touched the ball, he took a shot. Listen, you are 5'7 and 170 pounds. Your greatest advantage is that people cannot hit you flush. So when you leave your feet in an attempt to jump through a would-be tackler, you will get met. And you will get met by somebody delivering a whole lot more power and energy than you yourself contain as a projectile. Covey, you are not Obi-Wan Kenobi. You do not have the high ground advantage. No, you do not want the high ground advantage. No. Low man wins, <laughs> and you're only going to win a couple of those times at 170 pounds in this league. Um, He got, but hey, shout out to him every time my man shot up. Yep, bounced yep. up. He was like, look. If I stay down, I might never come back up y'all, y'all to the never active roster see me again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, we talked about that with Calcaterra. Yep. He took an advantage of Togai, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. uh, having a terrible game against the Vikings. And what do and you see? Splash 17, out of 17 offensive snaps from Calcaterra. Mm-hmm. One target, one catch for what? 45 yards. Yeah, absolutely. Great run after the catch. Making making plays when he has the opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes, you know, he'd probably stay around 17. He was only in there a little bit more because Goddard yeah. had that shin injury that was keeping right. him off on and off the field. Don't think there's any 17s really. plenty. Yeah. 17 is great. I mean, he's going to be in during plays where he's going to have an opportunity to make a splash. He's not going to be in there to block. No, he, right? he was, he was drafted as a pass catching tight. End. Right. And you saw his ability to run after the catch. Yeah. You, no, it's already, great. Jack Stoll is a more of a well-rounded tight end. Sure. And, but, but Calcaterra, so no, but right. Calcaterra, Calcaterra already has more yak in his Eagles career than Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Seriously. In half the time. In, in half the time. Right? You tell Zach Ertz to run that, that far. He's still running right now as we're recording this podcast. <laughs> Love Zach Ertz. He's the best. Love Zach Ertz. He's the best. Well, he could be you, a little shiftier, though. Could be. A little bit. A yeah. little more. I mean, we talk about Brent Selleck. My, one of my, if not my all-time favorite mm-hmm. Eagles of my lifetime. Yep. Never seen one man take him down. That's, we're listen, not talking about shiftiness. We're talking about toughness. No, if but if you if you don't got a little shake, you'll if you don't got a little shimmy, you better not go down easy. Yeah, and you when we talk about shimmies and tight ends, how about Dallas Goddard with a shoop, shoop, hit him with a little skirt skirt? Yeah, just kind of bounce playing a little pinball. Seriously. You know, you know you're when you're six, he sent that commander just sliding down a slip and slide. He dove head first for him <laughs> and caught nothing but grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh excellent effort, great, great day out of Goddard. You know, mm-hmm. um, first touchdown of the season, much like AJ Brown getting his first touchdown of the season. Yeah. I, I tweeted something out right at halftime weeks stats between weeks one and two compared to first half of week three stats. <laughs> Eagle sacks after two weeks, three after one half, add another five to that. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was six, right? Uh, Devonte Smith after weeks one and two, 80 yards, no touchdowns after one half, 155 <laughs> yards and a touchdown <laughs> passing touchdowns after week one and two, one after one half of week three, let's add another three onto that. Mm. I mean, mm. they were just blowing up the stat sheet in that first half. Well, Jalen hurts. He had to have what? All did he have 300 yards in the first half, or was he just damn close to it? I think he was all I think he was like 278, something yeah. right around there. Right. 155 of them being to Devontae Smith. Right. Oh, listen. I so to get onto the offensive side of this ball, we've spent uh way too long in this podcast without talking about my man, the angel himself, the slim reaper, Devontae Smith. That is a bad man. That is a bad that man. That is a bad man. How are you going to let a man about buck 40 moss you like that in the corner of the end zone? Every single reception he had, oh, it felt like. He, he had just double going coverage up going up, getting him. it, smacking, having the wind knocked out of his lungs. He said, my ball or nobody's ball. Exactly. He yes. said, I'm, well, I'm going to take my ball home. Listen, first half of this game, I had real 2020 NCAA championship game vibes. <sighs> He was just slicing and dicing out there. Look, and we talk about his field awareness. Maybe he only got the one foot down twice, but he knew where that sideline was. Whoa, whoa. Uh, It was a a completed pass as far as the refs go. So Yeah, as far as the stat sheet goes. But, man, he he completely mossed people on three, four different occasions. Yeah. He was just going up and getting after it. I love the confidence in in Jalen Hurts to throw Yeah, how about the combo shout-out to Jalen Hurts on that fourth down? Yeah. He knew... You know, right when they ran the ball and it was uh, unsuccessful of getting the the touchdown, mm-hmm. clocks running, no timeouts. He knew we've got no time to listen to a play, nope. do anything. He's like, I got to call something on yep. the fly right now. Get everybody to the line. And uh, on the broadcast, the clock wasn't running. But then they showed uh, short, shortly after that, they showed the actual game clock. Got the ball snapped off with about half a second remaining. Play Quickly yes. looked at the field, saw the matchup he liked, tossed it up in a beautiful spot where only Devontae Smith could make. Well, Devontae Smith mossed him. 
Yes. But certainly not certainly not <laughs> an area where Devontae Smith couldn't make a play on it. Yeah, this this entire wide receiver core is just doing an an excellent job. Better than as long as they're catching team. the ball and not running the ball, Zach Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Don't love that play call. No, just as as far as their ability to track the ball in midair. Oh, we were make touching adjustments on that. and come up and attack the ball. Those AJ Brown catches, like he had a he had a good game. Touchdown. Yeah. I think it was like eighty seven yards. Something, something right on there. Maybe a little bit less. Eighty five yards. Yeah. So just a little. I was close. Uh, but some of those catches, his ability to just. Like we said in that first that first game, where he slowed down enough, where he yeah. where he could reach his arms out, that body and control, the all the his, balls in the air. You saw it this week from Devonte Smith. Goddard is one of the best tight ends when it comes to using his size mm-hmm. and going up and attacking and high pointing that ball. Just a, a masterful whoever is. You can see that Sirianni. That's that is Nick Sirianni wide, wide receiver, receiver coach. Guy. Yes, we absolutely. all we all talked about it last year, and we're pretty frankly disappointed outside of Devonte Smith. Yeah, in in what was what we were seeing. But man, Jason Kelsey said it after OTAs. He's like, this coaching staff and this game plan, we are understanding it so much more mm-hmm. than we did last year. And he just has a whole nother year with the same coaching staff working with the same players, uh, aside from A.J. Brown, who already was one of the best in the league at just body control and high point in the ball mm-hmm. in the contested catches. So you have the coaching staff on top of a top three wide receiver in that category to yep. teach and give the tutelage to these younger players because it's a pretty young wide receiver sure. room. You get rid of Greg Ward, your wide receiver, your average age drops five years. <laughs> but you have this guy in there to be able to just help them alongside of what we seem to believe to be a very good offensive minded coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And you are seeing it pay dividends early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I love another thing I love that I'm not used to seeing in this as, as long as I've been an Eagles fan every single week. So you had week one against Detroit, the game plan, it was effective, and maybe not in the game plan, but they won off of the, the feet of Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. right? Jalen will single-handedly will you to a victory on his feet if that's what you give them. Yeah. Okay. Week two, you spread the ball around. Everybody gets a Everybody's love, invited to the party. Right? It's it's short. It's intermediate routes. It's it's winning every single play. And then this week they come out and kudos to them for listening to me. They said, we're going to beat you by the long ball this week. Yeah, we're going to go up and over you. They must have had six passes over 30 yards. Yeah, only only two were completed. I I, I I don't care. No, I make them respect. Listen, but between getting the penalties between. Uh, actually coming down with the catch, which seems to happen more often than Mm -hmm. a a greater percentage of the time than I can ever remember. Right. Um, And then, you know, occasionally you're going to lose those balls, a handful of them, but you're putting them in a position to where it's only your wide out that can come down with it. Yep. Right. There aren't very many long ball 50, 50 balls that you think, damn, our wide out had to play corner on that one. Mm -hmm. Right. So give credit to this offense, uh, the, the game planning due by the coaching staff. Give credit to Jalen for putting these balls where either on the money or at very least giving the wide receiver in a, putting the wide receiver in a position to make a play without the corner having a shot. He is playing so smart and his long ball accuracy has got to be uh, as, as far as just pure passing. I can't think of of two or three quarterbacks that I would place over him so far this season, just as far as the accuracy of his long balls. 
No, it's it's been very impressive. I mean, even those two to Devontae Smith right on the sideline, keeping it enough inbounds yep. where he, hey, it was a catch. Yep. It's catching the stat book. And then the, the pass to Devontae Smith towards the end of the first half where it was in double coverage. But he's still, the timing, the zip. We talked earlier in, in the offseason about Jalen Hurts. He can throw it 60 yards, but, man, it doesn't seem to get there mm-hmm. very quickly. Seems to be not the case this year. It's got a, a frozen rope kind of aspect to some of these sure. throws. And he zipped it right in a window between double coverage, getting it to Devontae Smith, setting up a touchdown to Devontae Smith. He's Excellent. just and then the the Quez Watkins deep ball that he was egregiously pass interference, pass interference. Sure, that's yeah. a verb. He was deep we'll eyed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go with pass interference. <laughs> uh, pass interference. Uh, that could have been a gorgeous play. But listen, you get the call right, and in any event, without any trouble, it's a twenty-seven yard penalty. Yeah, right. You totally flipped the field. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I no, they I aired it this. out. I loved it. Yeah. It's it's whatever on any given week. If this team, whatever this team has to do to win, they are implementing it and they are executing it. You know the simplest but probably most accurate way to describe the offense. It's balanced. Sure. It's a balanced attack. Anything outside of you know requiring a steady rushing attack. But as far as the the receiving, tight end screens, yes, deep balls, intermediates, slants, jet sweeps. If we can land a jet sweep, this team will be unstoppable. (laughs) Zach Pascal, just not Zach Pascal. I love the guy. I wish I saw him a little more often. If you were to tell me who this team would be running jet sweeps with, he would probably be fifth on my list. Yes. Yes, behind Jordan Mailata. <laughs> Directly, but listen, you talk about being on the top of my list. Yeah. Somebody Love you to see, see that. Get the ball with a head full of steam. Love to see that. Coach, I know you're listening. You're Drawing up yeah. every week. Literally, you run a jet sweep to Zach Pascal. Just have him pull. Right? Just have it be Jordan Mailata. <laughs> speaking, yes. Jor- speaking of Jordan Mailata. it you has smell that? It has to be said. Like I just I just walked into an IHOP. Yeah. Not a not a F hop, not a fake hop. Mm. Not a Mm-mm. there are some imposters in our midst. Oh man. I was very upset everywhere. I was very upset when I saw just blatant theft. Imitation of, is the greatest form of flattery. Exactly. I was very upset when I first saw all these random scam websites i'm yeah. sure they're legit because a, a listener of ours was talking to me and he said he watched a documentary where they have these companies now that it's literally all ai yeah they find something they screen print it mm-hmm. you order it nobody is involved in this process yeah 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 and it's just one of those situations it's, i mean just like drop and shipping like i have it's copyrighted it's not going to do it anymore. No. Who all, are you going after? Exactly. And okay, they take, it off, they take it off that. Yeah, they take it off that site. When I looked at these sites, there's like 20 of them that have it. Yeah. 14 of them were the exact same. They were the own, obviously owned by the same person. Yeah. Like everything okay. about it was the same. So they take it off one and they put it up on the other. Like it's and they know it. So there's no point. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't spend the money to get a cease and desist to a, they a know computer. That. They know that. Oh, exactly. And so I was very upset initially, but then I was like, you know what? I created something 
that was worthy enough for somebody to steal. And listen, as this podcast just grows bigger and bigger, you're just going to have to get used to it. We've yeah. seen Eagles content creators. We, we, we're now seeing merchandisers. What's yeah. next? But I will tell you, if we when we're at the tailgate on Sunday, if I see one of those tables with my shirts on them. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold me back. We're going to be body slamming people through the I will the be tables. in jail. I, I will be arrested. I'm going to get a ladder and drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're walking by and there's a table with somebody just... You just tell me if you want me to join in or pay bail later. <sighs> Both. <laughs> I don't think I can from inside the jail. Trace. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. Because it would be ugly. Yeah, no. We're, it, it's just going to happen more and more often, man. Yeah. You're just going to have to get used to it. But you know what? We're rocking some incredible shirts right now from our friends over at Philly yeah, Shirt man, I'm Shop. Pretty fresh, right? Yeah, now. you got the double doink the on. Double I'm going to post. Doink? I'm going to post a great picture of your muscular ass in that I'm shirt. I'm in all my eight bit glory. I am just on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Just doink doink. Incomplete field goal attempts. Exactly. Over here. I'm rocking good. the sick throwback fly shirt. Yes. Just love this Straight with the Kelly out of green. Oh, yeah. This is something Nick Sirianni has five of in his closet. Right. And I got one now, and I yes. absolutely love it. So, look, if you're not buying a shirt from us, definitely head over and buy a shirt from them because they're you know, women-owned Philly local business. Got to love all their stuff. Check them out at phillyshirtshop.com and check them out on uh, social media. We, we've done an episode with them. You can easily find them if you just search Philly Shirt Yeah, Shop. they're cool. Check them out, guys. No, for sure. But yeah, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we just send it on over to to the interview with Richard, and then we'll come back for some final thoughts. Awesome. All right, see you then. This episode is brought to you by White Glove Car Wash. It's that time of year again. Leaves are falling, and there's no better time to just go out for a nice, smooth drive through those fallen leaves in a sweet ride. You hate to do that with bird crap, anything else on your car, dirt, grime, whatever you name it, they will take care of it. With locations in Delaware, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, you are not too far from a white glove. Head on over there. Let them take care of your exterior, your undercarriage, your interior. Whatever you need, they have the tools. White Glove of Delaware. Again, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Let them know we sent you. As I had mentioned, we have a very special interview today. We have Iraq War veteran and recording artist, Mr. Richard Finn, on the podcast with us today. I'll tell you, on top of all those things, he is also the captain of patience. We had some miscommunication fully on my part, and he was the utmost professional, most upstanding citizen. I really appreciate that. But Richard, thank you so much for coming on the pod, man. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, how did we meet? I for Oh, that's right. I, I I was on the tw- I, I had a Twitter post when I posted. I uh, got a lot of traffic. Uh, Talking some uh, shit on the Vikings. That's yeah, the enough. Vikings. Because I was like, I said, never forget. And I, you know, I am an Iraq War veteran, and I didn't want to. That's why I didn't hashtag it. You know what I mean? I didn't want to go there. But you know, but it was it was like they put the they put the jersey on, on, on Rocky, or it was like yeah. a, a towel or something. Yeah, and I said, never forget. That. And then I posted it and I, I added all the Vikings the, and I, I just got an onslaught and they were just attacking me left to right, call me a POS, all this stuff. You horrible Eagles fans. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Last time I heard Minnesota has crime rate too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no kidding. They uh, they come into our town, dress up our statue, and get pissed off when we try and defend it. Like it's right. It's and, ridiculous. And what happened we, all year? That's the, that's just, that's the disrespect we had all year, 2017. And that was oh, the yeah. final straw. And that they don't understand. It's like that's our folk hero, whether it's fake or not. You know, Paul Bunyan. Yeah, he's fake too. Actually, he's from Maine, right? <laughs> not Minnesota. <laughs> No, exactly. And and I would say the final straw was winning the Super Bowl in their home. Oh, and, uh, so, that wasn't the final oh. straw to hating the Vikings. No, no. no but it no, was no. like, oh, that was cute. That you, was, you decorated that was, Rocky. That's cute. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and paint your your stadium with green and silver confetti. How about that? How about that? <laughs> did you did you see the uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia episode episodes oh. of the, uh, the birds? Oh my gosh, hilarious! I mean, yeah, great yeah, show yeah. in general. But so yeah. um. Yeah, so I actually kind of have a story about Minnesota uh, of that game. I was at Perfect. the game. Oh hell! I was yeah. at the Atlanta game too, behind behind the goalposts, behind there when uh, what's his name went through his hands. I'm like, ah! We and were I know one, when, we, Sean and I were about one section above you. We could have called no up with you, man. We were we, there. We were, we were one of the bottom the bottom rows of the section just above the the corner, and we were right in that corner. We have a video on our social showing us just going nuts right when uh, Julio went, had to go right through his fingertips. Yeah. And oh my God, that that deflection! We were so lucky with that deflection too early in the game. Who was that? To Smith? Oh, the uh, bouncing off his knee. Yeah, Tory yeah. Smith yeah. catching it, setting up the you know, basically game-winning field goal. Yes. I mean, every point was game-winning when it came right. down to the five-point game. So then, so I went. I was at the Minnesota game. So what happened is I bought the tickets online, and then I was. Uh, I bought the tickets online and I got to the stadium and I took some early, early footage because I got there early. Before that, I was playing my guitar and the strings broke. Uh, otherwise, I was tr- trying to bring it into the stadium. I was like, come on, let me bring it into the stadium. They might have. I don't know. But I was out in the in the crowd and that was fun. So then I got in early and then this, the, this couple comes up or a group. A group comes up and he's like, I was like, oh, you're in our seat. And I'm like, what? I was like, no, no, no. Did I buy a bad ticket? This is the NFC Championship. Please. No, no. And they're like, no, no, you're a couple sections down. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You're in better seats. I'm like, yeah, closer. (laughs) I don't know. So anyway, this kid comes up. He can't be more than 18 or 17. He's got this cool jersey on, and he's got a Mets hat on. And then you got – so, like, there was a section across the way, and what happened is um, I wear – like, the whole last – the year they won the Super Bowl, I did this ritual. I I sung the Eagles fight song. I wore my Eagles hat. Had my army top that I wore in Iraq with me and an Eagles jersey something. And for some reason, we always won. When I didn't play it and wear that, we lost. So I was wearing that in the stadium, you know. And then these these drunken idiots were, like, starting to, like – like, wanted to start a fight with this kid. And I'm like – and I just, like – no yeah, and Philadelphia, stupid drunken fans. And I'm like, no, you're not bringing this negative energy here. Not this karma. Not now. Not tonight. Shut up. <laughs> and they all just looked at me. And, and I, I used my uh, my drill sergeant voice. You know what I mean? Oh, and I was yeah. like, you better shut up. And just projected my voice. And they just all stopped. <laughs> right? And then and they were like, okay. And then the game proceeded. The game proceeded. And then, um, and then uh, 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 was it Mason Rudolph? Was it Rudolph? I know it was Rudolph. He caught that pass, the tight end, yeah. and they go up seven nothing. Wow. Then they uh, were, you know, I think we drove down the field, and I don't. We we punted a couple times, and then all of a sudden, it's 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 Chris Long, and he makes that play, and then Patrick Robinson intercepts it, runs it back to the touchdown, and I look at that guy with that Matt Saturday. Don't you dare take that Matt hat off! Don't you ever take that Matt off! And then. 
the rest was the rest. And then the last thing I did screaming, I was like, do you see, tell me he sees all shot. He's, he's got to see all shot. And then he steps and makes that amazing move. Nick Foles sidesteps. Uh, who was that? It was the, it was a, I don't remember the defensive lineman. He was the best defensive lineman for Minnesota. And then Alshon's like just getting open. I'm like, ah! And then he just knew. He just knew it was oh, over. Yeah. Now, Goosebumps yeah. early early on just realizing, holy cow. We're going to the Super Yeah. We're going to the bowl. Yeah. Little Nick and, Foles, Tom Brady matchup. Nearly yeah. as Blake Bortles. <laughs> matchup of the century. Oh, man. I, I, that's funny. I was in New York, and I, was, I literally got caught in traffic, and – I actually thought Jacksonville was going to win because it was a sign. I got stopped in New York City right at Eagles Avenue. I'm like, oh, we're going. We're going. We're going. It's a sign. And, of course, I, I'm I'm religious, so um, glory to God. So, you know, our, our last three teams were spelled out God, Giants, Oakland, and Dallas. So I'm like, we're going. I, I don't care how. I said, we're going to do it. Nick Foles, how? I was like, I don't know. But that's a sign. We're going to do it. Hey, so, and, and damn it, we did it. Yes, we did. And now we got to get used to winning again. You know, yeah, it's like well, we're, we're like self-saboteurs. Like, dude, we're good. Oh, we didn't win well enough. Who cares? I was like, I was like why don't we score two points? Are we destroying teams? Well, if you look at the futures bets for the rest of the game, they have us uh, projected to be favorites for every remaining game on the schedule. I don't see anybody don't that can love beat it. us. Don't hate it. Love it that we're playing so well that that happens, but... <laughs> You know, you got to kind of embrace that underdog mentality. Yeah, I, I don't like that either, being the favorites. <laughs> no, it's like not who we are. Like the whole Fox broadcasting crew before the game, and everybody picks the Eagles to win. Like, I'm like, oh, I need God. one person. Just one. Maybe, maybe we're the next against. Patriots. <laughs> maybe we're the next Patriots. Because, look, I, I did I did, I did, did some stats. Minus the cheating, of course. Minus the cheating, of course, of course. But there's been one team that's won three three championships in every decade, three or more. I uh, going back, I think uh, the 40s was Chicago, um, the 50s was Detroit, the 60s was Green Bay, the 70s was Pittsburgh, so um, 80s was the Niners, right? Uh, uh, 90s with the Cowboys, and 2000 2010s were the Patriots, right? So I think whoever in it wins the next next couple Super Bowl, uh, next Super Bowl will probably win another one. So if, if the Tampa Bay wins, I think the well, I don't know because Brady, I don't know, Brady can't win three and 50 and 50. I don't know. No. No, it's going to be. We got a couple years to figure out who that who that team is going to be, right? Yeah. No, exactly. But I, I was really interested, and again, you know, I, I breezed by it, and that's that's unacceptable. I, you know, thank you so much for your service and for for serving this great country. But I was always curious. You know, yeah. you, you see when they they cut to the broadcast of soldiers watching their teams in the barracks and everything. You know, I would love to know firsthand what that's like. You know, do you get just one game? Do, are you able? They sure as hell better give our our you know heroes over there Sunday ticket. You know, they oh yeah, have access to well, any they, game they have they whatever fandom they've yeah. got. No, you well, got AWS? Jaguars, Giants. Yeah, we get to watch it. We get to watch. We in fact, I got a story about that. I got uh, the first Super Bowl. Yeah, I was being deployed, and um, I was in Biloxi, Mississippi, when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. And uh, I saw them lose, so I didn't get to see them play in Iraq. But in 2008, uh, I, I was a, 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 a communication specialist. Look at that. I can't even communicate to you guys. I was a communication <laughs> specialist. So I had a little, I had some privileges that um, other people didn't have. Well, you know, you could call home, but you had to wait in, in like cafes and sign up and you would have an mm -hmm. hour. But I could call anytime I wanted. <laughs> and I had, I had the authority to do it. So, 
uh, when we were playing, um, I did it twice when we, uh, it was in 2008 when uh, I can't remember who had to win. We, three teams had to lose. I know it was Tampa Bay. I know it was New Orleans and somebody oh, else had to yeah. lose. Where everything and then had we got to fall it. our uh-huh. way. Yes. And everything just fell our way. And McNabb was in there. And then we beat, we beat Minnesota. So I'm like, I call up uh, uh, 94 WIP from Iraq. And I'm like, ah! and they put me on immediately. Like, oh my God. So uh, it, yeah, we were allowed to, we were allowed to watch sports. Um, we had like a gym, you know, uh, and then we had like a, an entertainment uh, uh, center where we could feel like, you know, we were home. You could play uh, ping pong, uh, nice. certain places, certain bases had, had sports, you know, so you could play some sports, you know, but you, you, you're in a war. So, you know, I yeah. didn't really pay attention to most of that. Cause you know, I'd focus on my job, but yeah, yeah. I was also, um, when the Phillies, I was in the Phillies where they were, I was in the gym in, in game six, it was game six, right? We won four two and, um, we win the world series and every, I was deployed with my unit cause I was national guard. Most of them were New York fans. So what I um so I I was always rooting it was always us going against each other because they were Giants fans and South Jersey is Eagles fans so we were deployed with North Jersey and South Jersey so it was always a competition between us but while I was watching um I was watching the, I just scream in the gym ah! yeah and everybody just looks at me what's wrong with you I was like you know how long the Phillies have been a hundred years combined <laughs> and they just look at me like okay go Yankees I'm like oh. Oh, so, so yeah, I, I did that when we beat New York too, and um, and then I would have called again if we uh if we beat uh, Arizona, and then when I was coming back, I called them again. Um, when I was on the phone, they gave us a parade up in North Jersey. I'm like, whatever, whatever. But I call Angelo. I was like, oh, I'm back. I was just happy. I was like, blah 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 blah. He was like, come in and play a song. So I came in and played a song, and then, uh, and then I went out to California to get a record deal because I was inspired by Angelo. I'm like, if this guy believes in me, why not? In uh, 15 years, I finally finished my album, but PTSD is a, can't say that word, right? The, the, the MFR. Can I say (laughs) MFR? Sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I just can't. So yeah, you know, and then, but I I completed it. So, you know, you got to finish the mission. Even if it takes 15 years. (laughs) Well, Hey, hats off to you, man. I, I, I certainly, I've wrote, written like two parody songs and, both of them were pretty much just copies off of a song that I just changed the lyrics to. And even that took me incredibly, an incredible long time. So uh, I can't even imagine the difficulty of writing, you know, originals on top of everything. that. Oh you've yeah. Experienced it's difficult, but I'm so used to it now. I mean, that one song took me like five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm putting the link to that in the description sure. for the show. Cause that's hilarious. Uh, speaking of Carson, I know you didn't want to spoil anything with our phone calls and all you said oh. you had a, you had some Carson juice, some gossip, yeah, yeah. Hot, hot gossip about uh, the yeah, ginger so, Jesus. So when when I everything that they say about him, his character is pretty much true. So I met the real Carson Wentz, and um, I used to donate to, and I'm not going to say anything about his foundation or anything like that. I'm not talk. We're just talking about strictly football and the character that I experienced, you know. And so um, I went to the Eagles Autism Challenge. You know, uh, I was invited. Um, uh, well, I, I also donated. So you donate, you get invited. So out here, I play, I, I play for autism foundations. And so that's the, and when I heard the Eagles were doing that, I'm like, Oh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, you know what I mean? So I come in, I fly in from California, have a great time. 
And then I meet Deuce Staley. I meet Jeffrey Lurie, Mr. Lurie. And I shake his hand. He sends me a letter, personal letter, thanking wow. me. And he sent me stuff in Iraq. Oh, I didn't mention that. So, And my father built Veterans Stadium. So, you know, I'm Eagle's blood. I mean, I'm not like, you know, but I'm Eagle's blood. I built, yeah. <laughs> you know, my father built that. You know what I mean? And so... And they, they, they sent me stuff in Iraq and I got a little upset that didn't send everybody stuff, but you know, but yeah, I sent a, I think I sent a, uh, like, a a picture of all of us. Like you asked earlier of, of like, you know, and we sent it into the Eagles with the Eagles banner and everything, but going back. So while I'm at the Eagles, all Tim shall, and I meet, uh, Elliot, uh, who else did I meet? I met, I met, um, Zach Ertz and I all, I all thanked them because, um, this, what happened is I saw Carson Wentz get hurt in los angeles i was at that game as well with the scenic Foles. and prior to that i i got in a crazy accident myself i fell uh, i was a caregiver at the time kicked in and, and i was uh, not that i was sorry for myself but i was punishing myself I'm like i can't i'm not supposed to get out of this why because I, I it's what some of us vets do but finally i got myself out of it and i started caregiving <clears throat> and then um, I got in a crazy accident and at the point in time, I didn't have a car. So I was going around all over downtown Palm Springs and the, the Coachella Valley, if you understand that, which is Palm Desert, but Palm Springs is, it's a big valley. And, uh, and I, on a buck and a buck, uh, 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 I'm sorry, on a bike and I'm on a bus and I'm going helping. So, you know, and I don't have a car, but this is my job. So this is what I got to do, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> and I would help vets as a caregiver. So like a lot of vets are difficult and, you know, they have a certain way and I understand that. So there was never a problem with me working with the vets or anything like that. <clears throat> so what was I saying? Shoot. <laughs> You're uh, you met a bunch of players at the Eagles autism. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I meet Zach Earth. Oh yeah. So read about the players. So I got injured too. I, my clavicle, I don't know if you could see it, but like my clavicle pushed all the way up here and I was in, I was in bad shape. I only had about 500 bucks saved. Uh, I only, I was only making about uh, 130 bucks with my PT, uh, not my PTSD, but my, my, my disability only making like 135 bucks a month. I couldn't work for six months cause I had surgery and I didn't know what to do, but I, I didn't give up. And I made sure I played the guitar at least six seconds a day and then 30 seconds. And, and I got even better. So, you know, and I didn't give up. So I was like, and I was like, you guys reminded me who I was. And that's what I told Zach Ertz. And I shook his hand. I was like, you guys reminded me who I was. You don't understand how important that was. And you saved my life. As crazy as that sound, because I was, you know, and then after that, while that was going on, also, I, I got a blessing, too. I got my 100% out of nowhere at the last, like, because I only had 500 bucks. I had one more month and I had no money, money for anything. I, I could buy food and plant, pay my, uh, my, my, my phone bill. So I'm like, that's all right. I'm going to get out of this. There's a lesson here. And then. Uh, uh, two weeks later, I get a blessing that says, Hey, you're getting 40%. You're going to get 585 bucks. I'm like, at least I can pay rent. Right. You know, then I got another blessing, all blessing to God, of course. And they told me I didn't have PTSD when I was mortared and had all this stuff. And I'm like, no, look, give me my money. I, I, I'm I've been humble. You promised me this, you know, and, and what they do is they hi hire these, 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 these analysts that aren't veterans. So they don't understand, you know, and for some reason it got kicked up beyond them and I got my hundred percent and it was like a weight was lifted off. I mean, I just started traveling, watching Eagles games, you know? So I went to a bunch of Eagles games. Uh, so, and I, I and then, then when I got to the stadium, I told Zach Ertz that, and he was like, no, thank you. Dude. I was like, no, dude, you don't understand, you know? And so also, um, I, 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 um, at the time I had a service dog. He was my friend's, 
and he was living down in the lower desert and I lived in a high and I had property and he was going to be in a, an apartment. So like, dude, just let him stay up with me. And he would sing with me when I play the guitar. So eventually we got really good. He stayed with me for like two years and we got to a point where we could play on stage. So I, I, there's videos of me playing with my dog and him literally singing it. And like, he sings his own stuff. So he's like waiting for me and then he sings, <laughs> sings. So if you look me up, uh, Richard Finn Music or, or Kaiser the Singing Dog on Facebook, you'll see his things. So Carson Wentz at the time, or he still does, he has Labradors, you know? Go, I'm sorry, Golden Retrievers, which I had. And that's what the, the dog was singing. So I go up to Carson Wentz and I'm like, dude, you know, he's behind the thing and they're behind the thing. But I was like, I was able to talk to Deuce Elliott, but uh, Zach Ertz and what's it called? Oh, I met Kelsey too. Kelsey, oh, amazing. Had an oh, amazing yeah. conversation with Kelsey. He is, he is amazing. And then um, I think I met Layton Johnson too. So I'm up to Carson Wentz. He's signing autographs for the kids and everything. And I wait for my turn with the kids. You know, I was like, hey, Carson, you know, my dogs, they sing with me on stage. You know, thank you for winning the Super Bowl. It was amazing. And he looked at me and went, oh, yeah. And he did this. And he walked away from the kids. And that was it. He disrespected me and my service dog. And I'm like, I'm livid. And I'm like, and I'm about to, and I'm like, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, are you, are you kidding? Did you just say that to me? You know? And I'm like, and I'm, and uh, so I call Angelo Gatality. So I, I let it go, though. It's just 2018 that this happened. I'm like, he's our quarterback. He's under a lot of pressure. He's a good guy. You know what I mean? But maybe what they're saying is true, you know? And then it's like, oh. And then I call Angelo Gatality, and he's the one that put me on the show. And then, like, I, I went on his show a couple times to play. And I I got I got Keith Jones dancing to my songs. You, you know, he doesn't like music at all. Not and he Keith was sat Jones. on my feet. And he... And so uh, we were in the Brigada or Bellagio. Yeah. I don't know. It was an AC, the one that he does. So it was. And then he says, I don't know how this guy got through. Uh, he, blah, blah, blah. Now, what is Angelo talking about? Oh, that bum, that bum went. Yeah, how much, like, hates, how much like, he hates Carson. And I was like, dude, get him off the team. I don't want him. I don't want him on the team. I was like, why? Because I, I said, I started telling him. He's like, oh, blah, 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 whatever. And he hung up on me. I was like, this is the guy that you like said one of the most amazing shows you had was because he, he invited me with Hugh Douglas back in um in 2009 when I got back onto the onto the show. I didn't get to play on the show. I went in Tasty Cake Studios, you know. Nice. So, but I, I had... Oh, he was like, who is this? I was like, it's Finn, dude. <laughs> so, so I kind of want my public apology, but <laughs> no, seriously, I'm sure there's a, a, a line of people wanting something from Carson, but no, you, you're certainly deservedly in I that line. I, I donated to his foundation because I liked what he was doing. So, and like I said, I, you know, what he does with his foundation is amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> no, but it was certainly nice seeing him getting sacked nine times. <laughs> wonderful to see him just hurt that was so amazing and then what he looks at, he doesn't follow his progressions he doesn't do his check downs and he throws the ball high and what does he do he puts his receivers in trouble you saw their faces you saw them when they were going up like what are you doing That's and awesome. washington before this game was like oh it'll be okay i was like yeah 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 watch what happens now Especially if we beat him the way he did, I think we're. I think that's oh, going to yeah. mess with him bad. No, I can't was, even imagine what it's going to be like for him coming back to the link. Oh, <laughs> but Dougie's coming back though. November, it's got to be like week twelve, something like that. I'll I'll pull it up here real yeah. quick. Um, but no, I can't even. Is it November 9th? That would be nice, you know, being replaced by Foles. <laughs> <laughs> now let's see. They've got. They're playing November 14th, my dad's birthday. Oh, 
Happy yeah. early birthday. My ex-fiance's birthday. Or was she the 15th? I don't know. Whatever. That's we'll why she's there. <laughs> <laughs> I was the 15th. That's right. But um, wouldn't week, that be something? Uh, or... week, game nine for them, week 10 for the NFL. Gotcha. Then we play, then we play, um, then we play Indy after that, then, right? Week 11, right? Uh, let me pull it. I know it's, it's right around that time. Could very well be. Yep. Week 11. All right. So I, I made a crazy prediction and this is just, this is hypothetical. And I, I like Matt Ryan. I wish no ill will to him, but wouldn't that be nuts if we go nine and oh, and we're playing and then all of a sudden Nick Paul's is, is starting. Oh yeah. No, I mean, shoot. He hasn't, Matt Ryan hasn't been getting off the play. hottest of starts. But when yeah. they have so much money basically guaranteed to him, it's kind of... I mean, he's one injury away. I mean, how old is Matt Ryan? Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Just for yeah. the game, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Well, Richard, again, we can't thank you enough for coming on. I appreciate and, and, it. And for your service. You know, it's... Still serving. It never ends. Hey. Thank well, you, Finn. Well, I, I, we all really appreciate it. Hats off to you. And, and I appreciate you giving us the time to to share some of your story and share some of your love for the birds. Cause obviously, like you said, you were born into it. Your family's blood runs thick, uh, right exactly. down broad street. And exactly. so I, I know a lot of people want to hear, uh, you know, more from you and more about what you're up to. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit of, uh, information of where they can find you, where they might be able to find your music, hear some more of your incredible stories. Sure. Uh, well, you can just find me on richardfinmusic.com. I just finished my album and I got some links on YouTube. Um, you can find me on all the social media, Spotify, uh, Amazon, iTunes, Apple. Oh, it's Apple now, right? Uh, I don't know. All, all those social medias. I'm all over it. Uh, uh, my, my new song is Wipe Them Out. Uh, I say they, that's the Wipe Us Out. I'm sorry. Wipe Us Out, which is, you know, the government will uh, they'll give you will will send you somewhere and then they'll break your legs and then then they'll they'll uh, they'll give you crutches and say say see we care about you. <laughs> oh, did you freeze on us there? You know, we we oh, we we, we have honor and we fought we 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 are held accountable for our actions and for not doing the right thing and if we violate our oath we get in trouble <laughs> and you know so but I don't want to go into politics but yeah so that's. <laughs> And then Facebook and all of them. So yeah, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I'm the Garden State Cowboy. Somebody gave me that name because I grew up in Jersey. So oh, that too. So yeah, I grew up in Jersey. Yeah. So love cheesesteaks. <laughs> nice. Nice. Go-to spot for a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I like Pats. I like yeah. Pats. Um, but uh, inside Jersey, I made a better cheesesteak, honestly, because I was a pizza yeah, man. I grew up pizza man. Pat's is, Pat's is a, it's a staple, but it's not necessarily right. the best cheesesteak. Uh, there was there a was place like in Belmar that I used to go to. I can't remember. That was the best I had in New Jersey. But I made really good cheesesteaks. I used to, I, uh, it's a place called Bruno's Pizza in Magnolia, New Jersey. So, and I'm, I'm like a pizza chef too. So, like, I make amazing, oh, yeah. I make hot pie pizzas. I make crazy pizzas, like, like <laughs> bread pizzas. I make a deep dish. I make, Cannabis pizzas. <laughs> hey, you're in California. California. Man. Exactly. But Jake, uh, Sean, uh, uh, two fifteen. Was it? It's. Thank Talking you so much. Talk. I enjoy this. Hey, hey, if you want me on again, just. <laughs> exactly. We gotta. We, we gotta get you back on with a guitar, man. Gotta hear oh, some yeah, of the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we'll uh, we'll be in touch. Get definitely get you on, even if we just record it and throw it into another episode. You know, right, we'd right, love right. to get get your music out there. Yeah, and then send me send me the links so I can post it and everything like that. Of course, Let me know. of course. 
Awesome. Of course. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. We really appreciate it. Peace and chicken grease. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Thanks, Viv. So we touched on it. Man, does that guy bring the energy? Yes, man. I'm ready to go another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another round of Richard. Seriously. Another round of Richard on the house. Oh, man. No, but I got to check out his music. New album's out. What is it, 15 songs? I'm inter- what, what, is, what genre of music is this? Uh, is I, it metal? No, it's I, metal, I don't. It? I don't believe so. Oh, he he he's played some acoustic that I've listened to. That's actually pretty great. He's got to be rocking on stage. I'd man. imagine. You see those fin chops? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's got to be like a, a a old school heavy metal type man. Yeah, we got to get him over with uh, Jason Voorhees and the uh, the Sports and Metal Pod. I yes. think that's I think that's the name. Either way, great guy, great pod. We're gonna have him on. He he's been trying Bring to get on. on. Yeah, yeah, we've been trying. Tough schedule. Some okay. scheduling conflicts, Busy much guy. like somebody else. So we, it's it's Halloween, so anybody named Jason Voorhees is typically pretty jammed up around yeah, this time pretty, of the year. Got his hands tied. <laughs> no, but we're gonna we're gonna definitely work on getting him on. I know he's he's been on the pod before. We've talked to him. He actually won uh, was, uh, one of our first giveaways, an autographed Asante Samuel's jersey. Yeah, solid giveaway. Love it. Yeah. Uh, so definitely want to get him on. But look, Birds three and zero. Coach Joey again. Dealing with Hurricane, was it Ian? Yeah, yeah he's, over in Jacksonville. He's down bad down there. Yeah, he's down real bad. Yeah. No power. Staying in a hotel tonight. So everybody wish him the best. No kidding. Praying yeah. for Joey and the family, hoping they get electricity back soon. And with that, obviously comes air conditioning, which in Florida is is a pretty big necessity. Pretty much through October. Sure. If not yeah, through yeah. the year, you don't get much of a break. Yeah. No. So hoping that he can get everything back up and running soon because we're dying to have the coach back on the pod but look for all the new listeners following uh after the m hop debacle today mm. we gained a number of followers there blowing up on twitter yeah yeah blowing up uh and speaking of which 500 twitter followers congratulations today. we got 500 good right. job that's good that's us brother. i know that's I know. us good job to you i i barely tweet yeah well you know what? well i i i i, I retweet you've tweeted. you know I reply. You've quoted. I reply. Yeah. I, yeah. I quote tweet all the yeah, time. You do. Yeah, you do. Great follow. <laughs> 500 followers. And with that, we're doing a big giveaway. We're going to be uh, posting it officially on our Twitter tomorrow, but most people will be listening this, to this tomorrow. So uh, might add a few onto it, but the main thing is mm-hmm. a Jordan Mylotta autographed M hop shirt. I thought that would be fitting. That's incredibly fitting. I thought that would be fitting. Yeah. So I have a Jordan Mylotta autographed M-Hop shirt that we're going to be giving away on the podcast. Uh, it's a white shirt. might be a men's medium. So it might be a wall It hanger. was not player worn. We will no. tell you that much. No. No. It it's fits. about seven sizes too small. Yeah. But I thought that would be a pretty cool, very fitting giveaway. So mm-hmm. looking forward to to finding a nice home for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, but 3-0. We're going to be at the tailgate next week. Going to be posting some more information on that. Might yes. do a little live pop-up show there. Get there bright and early to, to secure a spot. Get there bright and early. Show up with all the equipment. Hopefully everything works. All the equipment. Right. <laughs> Don't want to promise anything, but we're going to try damn hard to make that happen. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And hopefully for no. But not as much of a lock as we originally thought. No, we're going to be talking going to be a game. We got yeah. a game, baby. We're going to be talking about that a lot more. Uh, with the with our friends over in Jacksonville. Let me see. I know that it's like bringing down the bank. 
podcast. Let me let me pull it up here. I'll find it. I'll find it. But uh, I know it's something with the bank. Yeah. And yeah, great, yeah. great podcast over in Jacksonville. I, I quickly checked them out when Joey sent over their information. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to have these guys on. Super knowledgeable guys. So it's, it's going to be fun. I just and there's not a lot of animosity between the Jags and the Eagles, so I'm sure it's going to be like, wow, you guys are playing really well this year. You know what? You guys are right. too. I wonder if <laughs> got to think of some things to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But hey, let's go four and zero, baby. Let's go four and zero, baby. Oh yeah. Final thought: neck acne. All righty. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get them in, run them out of the building. We are helping everybody in the, the, the commander stadium, letting them know where the exit was. Oh boy. Get them out of there. Get that <laughs> neck pimple popper out of that, off of that field too. No kidding. No kidding. My final thought Friday throwbacks talking two and five, eight 30. Big week for us. Big week, big week, busy big, week, busy week. But you talking know, every day, you know what? Be there. <laughs>